0: Welcome to the Folktale Project. This is Dan Shawls. Today, we're going to pick back up with the story of Beauty and the Beast. This is part six. Really, at this point, we're in brand new territory for this tale. There's nothing nothing that we would find necessarily familiar unless, unless you know the tale already. And even then, this is one of those stories that Knowing the ending doesn't diminish how wonderful the tale is. So, as we left off, Beauty has had a dream of a wonderfully handsome prince who has warned her to not trust her senses as she looks for him. And we'll see if she listens to this very good advice. This is Beauty and the Beast, Part 6. "'He said I could make him happy,' said Beauty to herself. "'It seems, then, that this horrible beast keeps him a prisoner. "'How can I set him free? "'I wonder why they both told me not to trust to appearances. "'I don't get it. "'But after all, it was only a dream, "'so why should I trouble myself about it? "'I had better go and find something to do to amuse myself.' "'So she got up and began to explore "'some of the many rooms of the palace.' The first she entered was lined with mirrors, and Beauty saw herself reflected on every side, and thought she had never seen such a charming room. Then a bracelet which was hanging from a chandelier caught her eye, and on taking it down she was greatly surprised to find that it held a portrait of her unknown admirer, just as she had seen him in her dream. With great delight, she slipped the bracelet on her arm and went on into a gallery of pictures, where she soon found a portrait of the same handsome prince as large as life and so well painted that as she studied it, he seemed to smile kindly at her. Tearing herself away from the portrait at last, she passed through into a room which contained every musical instrument under the sun, and here she amused herself for a long while in trying some of them and singing until she was tired. The next room was a library, and she saw everything she had ever wanted to read, as well as everything she had read, and it seemed to her that a whole lifetime would not be enough even to read the names of the books, there were so many. By this time it was growing dusk, and wax candles in diamond and ruby candlesticks were beginning to light themselves in every room. Beauty found her supper served just at the time she preferred to have it, but she did not see anyone or hear a sound, and though her father had warned her that she would be alone, she began to find it rather dull. But presently she heard the beast coming, and wondered tremblingly if he meant to eat her up now. However, he did not seem at all ferocious, and only said gruffly, Good evening, Beauty. She answered cheerfully and managed to conceal her terror. Then the beast asked her how she had been amusing herself, and she told him all the rooms she had seen. Then he asked if she thought she could be happy in his palace, and Beauty answered that everything was so beautiful that she would be very hard to please if she could not be happy. And after about an hour's talk, Beauty began to think that the beast was not nearly so terrible as she had supposed at first. Then he got up to leave her and said in his gruff voice, Do you love me, Beauty? Will you marry me? Oh, what shall I say? cried beauty for she was afraid to make the beast angry by refusing say yes or no without fear he replied oh no beast said beauty hastily since you will not good night beauty he said and she answered good night beast very glad to find that her refusal had not provoked him And after he was gone, she was very soon in bed and asleep and dreaming of her unknown prince. Ah, beauty, why are you so unkind to me? I fear I am fated to be unhappy for many a long day still. And then her dreams changed, but the charming prince figured in them all. And when morning came, her first thought was to look at the portrait and see if it was really like him. And she found that it certainly was. And that is part six of Beauty and the Beast. I can't wait to see where things go from here. This is Dan Schultz of The Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. We'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening.